Hello out there on various platforms on the internet. This is David Rovix with a last Saturday of the month concert rant. I can see everybody's comments, whether you're watching on Facebook or Twitter or YouTube or Twitch. And please feel free to leave any, say hello, ask a question, any, you know, tell me something about if you have any comments on my latest rant on cancel culture or if you want to tell me anything, anything at all. In the meantime, I'll sing a song. Song requests most welcome. I have no plan for the day at all. I've, I haven't had my head around the idea of doing a little house concert. I've been off in other places, playing with the kids, planning this upcoming tour, and um, and uh, healing from an ankle injury and uh, writing rants and songs and not really. Yeah, so the tour has come together great. Uh, if anybody out there is watching from Scandinavia, I'll be playing all over Denmark, Sweden, and Norway throughout most of October. And it's all up at davidrovix.com slash tour. It's bombing Baghdad, there's a famine in Tigray Fires are burning in Flagstaff, blocking out the day The wind blows so fiercely, the grass is turning brown It's 116 degrees in Portland town The prices of houses are rising like never before Along with ocean waters as the temperatures soar The developers develop, water tables go down It's 116 degrees in Portland town Outside the motel, the man was flipping out He called 911 to tell them about his need for mental health care, so they came and shot him down. It's 116 degrees in Portland town. In the farms in the valley, they're out picking cherries, dropping dead on the field with a bucket of berries. City of bridges, each one like a frown. It's 116 degrees in Portland town. No way out, even north of the border. Welcome to the new world order. Produced by criminal corporate clowns It's 116 degrees in Portland town Blinken's bombing Baghdad There's a famine in Tigray So, yeah, like I said, I don't have a plan So if anybody has a song suggestion or uh, anything like that, then please uh, feel free. Um, 
to comment it out, shout it out, anything like that. I'll see it whatever platform you're watching on. I'm just perusing through my iPad full of full of uh, songs to see what comes up at me in alphabetical order. Oh, this is this one I was playing with uh, a couple months ago with Kamala on uh, some kind of instrument. This one it's sounding good. going to be doing a recording in Hawaii in um, January, um, and um, we don't know what we're going to be recording necessarily, so suggestions always welcome. Landlords, some, uh, the, uh, yep, okay, we'll do a song about landlords, that's it, that's in this next one, actually, it mentions landlords, I mention landlords frequently. Oh, and I see you might be from Scandinavia, but judging from your name there, perhaps. But um, in addition to touring in Scandinavia, by the way, for out, throughout October, I also, there's also a ride board. If you go to davidrovics.com slash tour, you'll see there's also a, a ride board in case anybody needs a ride. I'm going by around by rental car. I'll be doing a lot of uh, lengthy drives between various uh, cities. That so If anybody is going, then uh, tell me about it and, uh, you know, and working out and um, like an old cloth torn and framed like a clarion call to illustrate the sting. United we stand, divided we fall. A thin veneer torn by disease, shredded the great calm laid bare. Come from across the seas, now floating in the air. Like a corpse that's lying exposed That all of us now can see All that the cadaver shows About a society The veil of fantasy lifted That gives us at least some idea How another world is possible I can hear her breathing now Like the red blood that flows from the bullet Whether coated in rubber or not Like the faces you see in the helmet Reflecting the thickening plot Driven by such a villain as a thing exponential allows It says another world is possible And I can hear her breathing now
Like the pallor on so many faces On every end of the town On the murals in so many places Boarded up, long ago shut down Making all the connections between the mule and the plow that says another world is possible and i can hear her breathing now like the smoke rising up coast to coast with formations that brighten the skies like Lord Thomas Jefferson's ghost His victims no longer disguised As his visage falls into the river Like the skull of an old sacred cow Another world is possible And I can hear her breathing now possible and I can hear her breathing now Commentary from Sweden that I should take trains. Tune. I I agree, but they're much more expensive. Getting around by train than getting by by rental car. So. So. That's the only argument I have, other than um, also carrying around stuff on on trains. You know the problem with trains. Somebody can tell me how we can solve this problem. Well, there used to be a solution to this problem, but then, you know, I, I think um, it's also a problematic solution, I guess, because of uh, the problem of certain folks uh, setting off bombs in, in lockers and train stations, apparently. But it used to be there were lockers. You know, you could put your stuff in a locker, and, you know, when you got to a train station, if you didn't want to take all your stuff around town with you, but that that's no longer the case. So you're stuck dragging around your stuff with you whenever you get somewhere by train. So then, you know, yeah, it's just a not not really a very practical way to travel with actual stuff. If you could travel with no stuff, that'd be nice. I never figured out how to do that. Mm. One for Pakistan. Wake up another morning, see my baby's cheeks. Glad to be around to have another week. Watch the magic happen, find all there is to learn as the planet floods and burns. Wake up another morning. Grind some coffee beans 
Turn on Al Jazeera, marvel at the scenes. Towns reduced to ashes while the twisters turn as the planet floods and burns. Wake up another morning, picking on these strings. One more day to be here, find out what life brings. Horizons written easy, that much I can discern As the planet floods and burns Wake up another morning, watch the neighbors drive away Heading to a warehouse to work another day Leaving me to wonder how much this wind can churn As the planet floods and burns Wake up another morning, see the Twitter trolls Complain about the fascists who are living on the dole Demanding safe space in the boxcar and other such concerns As the planet floods and burns Wake up another morning, see the orange hue Know what needs to happen don't know what to do Show me to the ark Where's the bow and stern As the planet floods and burns Wake up another morning In the now again If I want to see the future I can count to ten History you'll find it in the tombstones and the urns as the planet floods and burns As the planet floods and burns And Lovely to see that request for Berkshire Hills, because I can do it, and I was actually just figuring it out on this instrument with Kamala somewhere. But what key was it? Let's see. Hills, a very relevant uh, notion for a lot of people in the world as we're trying to navigate the political situation here in the on the planet, and so many countries are struggling between far right and some more sort of social democratic kind of left and right sort of alternatives and. So many people fought alongside the, you know, for the American Revolution and then found out afterwards that it had the revolution had nothing to do with the liberation of the working class. 
So then they tried to do something about that. Some little sections of the country. I was raised in Massachusetts on the farm where I was born. From the time I was a young lad to the fields I was sworn. Before our corn could go to market, it was stolen from the mill, sent to Mother England from here in the Berkshire Hills. So when I heard there'd be a rising, I put on a uniform, slept barefoot in the mud beneath thunderstorms in war there is no glory just friends and comrades killed shattered lives and broken homes here in the Berkshire Hills the Continental Army the years dragged on and on with the French we fought the redcoats so many people dead and gone Ticonderoga they surrendered we had won this test of wills and those of us left alive came back here to the Berkshire Hills then and the nightmare all over once again the revolutions debtors prisons filled with good upstanding men we sent to hell with king john adams of this farce we had our fill and we set our sights on liberty here in the berkshire hills function their judges on the run each new day we had our farms was a victory we'd won for years we ruled our land stood our ground until we made our last stand by great barrington here in the berkshire hills my name is Danielle Shays, and I'm speaking to you now. If I fought a revolution, maybe you can tell me how. I was born a poor man, and I'm a poor man still. Bury me beneath the hemlock here the Berkshire Hills.
Yeah, the Revolutionary Soldiers were barefoot. Some of them, yeah. I mean, the Continental Army, um, I think, had a lot of supply chain <laughs> issues. And um, it was also, like, run by the richest man in the colonies and, you know, who became the richest man in the United States, George Washington. General Washington was was uh, tremendously wealthy. I don't know how much of that wealth he dedicated to the revolution, but... Mm -hmm. Just going along and sticking around this letter of the alphabet here. B, Berkshire, backing up. This is another song we were messing around with, the airport. Alvaro Luna Hernandez started life with a shorted hand Growing up in Texas on occupied land His troubles with the law and with the sheriff of Alpine Resulted from a racist gang Crossing every line of respect for human decency Vicious thugs in blue who have ruled the hills of Texas since long before 52. In the middle of the 20th, when Alvaro was born, it wasn't long before the first time that he was torn. From the streets of Alpine to a windowless cell When the cops kicked his head Till no one could tell If he'd live or die And somehow he was breathing still When the morning sun was shining In the Texas hills Alvaro Luna Hernandez grew up to lead the fight against police corruption and for human rights. Falsely accused of murder, incessantly harassed, a young wife in constant danger, quickly flying past. So on the day a cop came to his house, Pointed his gun, Alvaro knocked it out of the officer's hands, and he did run.
Well, I don't know when that song cut out, but it seems that it cut out at some point. He goes to prison in the end, but he, he survives. He's in prison today still, Alvaro Luna Hernandez. And T-Mobile sucks. That's our internet provider here. So if you're seeing that the signal is coming in and out, you can thank T-Mobile for that. So, um... Something. What are we gonna do? We'll do um there's gonna be uh on, on uh October eighth, um there's gonna be folks uh, surrounding the houses of parliament in England, in London. You can go to don't extradite org and read about that and sign up if you haven't already. be in Sweden. But my thoughts will be at the Houses of Parliament. When Julian met Stella in the embassy in the only room for seven years that he would ever see Guarded by police, with cops on every street An unusual situation for the first time you should meet When Julian met Stella, the time they spent Was increasingly within the walls of a little tent Where they could have some privacy from the ever-present gaze Under which he was spending all his nights and days When Julian met Stella there was the chance of grace Perhaps the president would decide to drop the case They had two children Beneath the watchful eyes of the Americans and British And all kinds of other spies When Julian met Stella on Embassy Road Was before he was abducted And forced to go to Belmarsh Prison Without a chance to speak Awaiting the extradition that the USA seeks When Julian met Stella, the folks at the UN And people all around the world spoke out then This journalist belongs among the free Not in prison for exposing crimes against humanity When Julian met Stella Um, there's a lot going on in uh, Iran right now speaking of stuff happening places (laughs) 
Missile strikes in Baghdad, the skies full of fighter jets. The tension in the air, as thick as it gets. Their talking points are loaded at each press conference with what passes for an effort at historical reference. They talk of things that happened over 40 years before that they say now bring us to the edge of world war. They talk about the hostages, so let us now rewind. When the students took the embassy, just what did they find? When the students took the embassy, I was just a kid. But I remember well the first things they did. Let all the women go while collecting all the trash. All the shredded documents that weren't yet turned to ash. All the shredded documents that clearly showed The torture and corruption, how the power flowed The concept of a captured state was one the Shah defined When the students took the embassy, just what did they find? When the students took the embassy, they found the crimes of Savak Had the CIA hiding under every rock and that's where they had been, where the agents were based. They had a staff of thousands there. From there they laid to waste the dreams held by so many for a free society. Like the one they overthrew back in 1953. Historic crimes exposed in the shredder once consigned. When the students took the embassy, just what did they find? When the students took the embassy... up there wonderful um that's um some really events that everybody should know about when the cia was kicked out of iran um let's see what was the and then yeah i had another song in mind i think i didn't didn't do this one last month it's another one I've been playing a lot. Oh, I'm so glad you like the songs, you know. As long as they live, we'll wonder Was there something that could have been done Before nuclear winter blocked out the sun After the earth that we once knew was blown asunder At the end of World War III Any pundits who may still be found We'll have heated debates about how the end came round. Was it the Black Sea blockade? When the rush for the end times was made? 
Or the breaking of promises promised when the wall came down At the end of World War III When everyone has the same thought Is this what imperial intransigence wrought? Life under occupation Or the end of creation Decisions that decades of lost opportunities brought At the end of World War III With billions dead or dying It won't matter who was right or who was mine When civilization has ended Once the last war has descended only then will there be no one left to mine. At the end of World War III, as the few left alive, survey the rubble remaining, wondering how long they'll survive. Too late to question the story of expansion or conquest or glory. No time to rewind from the date Armageddon arrived. At the end of World War III. Well, let's see. I'm appreciating all those nice comments. And um, what else do we have to talk about just you know one thing that's uh how about this to this tell you a story about events that took place in Copenhagen a long time ago 1918 to be precise i like to sing songs about the places i'm going to or traveling in and um which tends to make for a pretty Eurocentric set list. But the class war is happening around the world, so we all can do our part everywhere. Place was 19, the year was 1918, the place 69 yacht by. The unemployed and hungry gathered to ask why. The bankers and stockbrokers lived like kings and queens, while the ragged children starved behind the scenes. Tens of thousands rallied for action to be taken. For the state show the poor had not been totally forsaken When no response was coming plans began to be arranged For the taking over of the stock exchange The stockbrokers were not harmed but the cops were kept at bay 
as the floor was occupied for much of the day. The Battle of the Borso would be a story to retell. The protest and the prison time would be remembered well. They didn't overthrow the bankers, but the actions of the date led directly to reforms of the Danish welfare state. Working-class prosperity no longer seemed so strange from the day the workers took the stock exchange. The year was 1918, the place 69 yacht by. That reminds me of another song. This is actually, it's very, um, uh, it's a very strange uh, thing that we're, how close history comes to repeating itself. Um, for the first time, the interest rates for for mortgages are now higher than they've been in 15 years in the U.S. since the great financial crisis. And... Um, uh, the um, variable rate or otherwise known as subprime mortgages are more popular now than they have ever been since the great financial collapse. Um, so we're just heading back towards I don't know what but it was um Right around this time of uh, September in 2008 that the shit hit the fan in Iceland. Glitnir uh, declared bankruptcy. Iceland is an island, half a million or so Vikings, mostly known for volcanoes, hot springs and fishing, known for its welfare state, for being good and socialistic. Certainly not known for being corrupt or nepotistic, but in the USA and Europe, when they were deregulating banks, Iceland's politicians took bribes and joined their ranks. Soon you had a situation one would think just couldn't be. A bank whose debt was worth ten times the country's GDP. When Wall Street imploded, sure enough it spread. Banks all over the world were floating in the red. All over the world, governments made the plan to cut spending and raise taxes on the working woman and working man. The banks were bailed out while the people had to pay. But in Iceland, people thought there must be a better way. And the earth stood still a moment. Fear was struck in every top. When Iceland told the bankers, Iceland told the bankers, Iceland told the bankers to fuck off. Folks were in the streets in Reykjavik and just couldn't be ignored. They said this is a debt we Icelanders can't afford. Let's guarantee deposits of all our people, yes and... the bankers. Iceland told the bankers. Iceland told the bankers to fuck off. 
Gordon Brown called them terrorists, said we cannot let this stand. Who do these peacenik blondes think they are in Iceland? He threatened isolation and economy in flames. But the Icelanders said, sorry, but the banks can settle their own claims, though that might be harder for them now that they're under house arrest. Or else they fled the country as they were most unwelcome guests. And now Reykjavik's recovery just makes the fat cats cough. Since Iceland told the bankers, Iceland told the bankers, Iceland told the bankers to fuck off. If you haven't heard of this example, perhaps there's a reason why the owners of the world don't want this kind of shit to fly. They say we all must pay up in this shakedown by the mob if we can't afford to pay the rent because we don't have a job. They say it's not their problem if we're forever shackled by their debt. We must save the 1% from the fate they should have met. But there is an alternative, though it makes the fat cat scoff. Since Iceland told the bankers, Iceland told the bankers, Iceland told the bankers to fuck off. Since Iceland told the bankers, Iceland told the bankers, Iceland told the bankers to fuck off. Cheese and bread, sure. We will just move over to another island in Northern Europe for this one. This is a song about the first time a red flag was flown as a symbol of revolution in the world, as far as anybody knows. was in Merthyr Tidville. Eighteen thirty one, the age of industry begun, for the working folk of Wales life was short. With wages cut again, it was only sensible that then folks took over, shut down the debtors' court. The gentry pulled the wire, told their men to open fire and restore the rule of their estate. But as the night descended and the battle ended, the soldiers had all fled behind the gate. They chanted cheese and bread, and our children must be fed in the days when Wales rose against the crown. They chanted cheese and bread with a bloody loaf above their heads when the red flag flew in Town. The message went out east and west to put the gentry to the test. The cavalry was ambushed and turned back. After so long plain defense, the time had come now when the workers were the ones on the attack. 
They chanted cheese and bread, and our children must be fed in the days when whales rose against the crown. They chanted cheese and bread with a bloody loaf above their heads when the red flag flew in Merthyr Town. sent soldiers by the score till order was restored then came dick penderen's execution another martyr for the cause meant to give us pause the next time people call for revolution they chanted cheese and bread and our children must be fed in the days when whales rose against the crown they chanted cheese and bread with a bloody loaf above their heads when the red flag flew in Merthyr Town. Uh, wonderful. Request for glory and fame, and I'm so sorry. I don't know it anymore, seeing it. I can't do it anymore. I need to relearn it. So there's 1024. Looking forward to seeing you in Scandinavia too. Where I'll be from October 1st to the 24th. DavidRovix.com slash tour. There's your little commercial break. This is a song about events that took place in August 1993 in Alaska. I am a fisherman, so were my parents. Here in Cordova, on Prince William's Sound, I'm not a tree hugger, I love the mountains. Hauling in the gill net with the ocean all around, life was good here. You gotta raise a family with a hundred thousand tons of herring sent out every year. 1989, the tanker grounded. Nothing's ever been the same around here. Senator Stevens said, not one drop of oil would spill on Alaska's shores. And if it happened, it would be cleaned up. But our beaches were still covered, as was the ocean floor. Four years passed, each run collapsed. It was then we knew for sure the herring 
weren't coming back. Exxon's promises of compensation were about as imp as he used the paper sack. It was August 20th, 1993, when we fishermen decided something must be done. We packed some groceries, we made some banners. Headed out to Valdez Narrows beneath the midnight sun, one hundred vessels took to the water, pushed through a storm into the Valdez Sea. We lined up our boats, formed a blockade, and we waited for whatever might be. was approaching. It was a sight to see there in the twilight of the day. We saw it turning. We all cheered and cried as tanker after tanker after tanker turned away. A Coast Guard gunship from Seattle would take three days to get up to the sound. We held the line till then, then we went back home to Cordova, to this hallowed oiled ground. I am a fisherman, so were my parents. Here in Cordova, on Prince William Sound. Well, let's see here. tuned with a tuner. Now where is that tuner? So, this weekend's Counterpunch contains a piece by me called um, 10 Ways the Left is Vulnerable to Cancellation Campaigning and What We Might Do About It. Something like that is the title. And um, in the podcast version, which you can find at davidrovix.com slash this week, or by looking up This Week with David Rovix, some places you find me your podcast, then this song. This song is um, the song that concludes the podcast.
I don't drive a car because they run on gas But if I did, it'd run on biomass I ride a bike or sometimes they skateboard So fuck off all you drivers and your yuppie hordes Sitting all day in the traffic queues I'm a better anarchist than you I don't eat meat I just live on moldy chives Or the donuts that I found In last week's dumpster dives Look at you people in that restaurant I think you are so sad When you could have been eating bagels Like the ones that I just had I think it is a shame All the birds want things you do I'm a better anarchist than you I don't wear leather and I like my clothes in black And I made a really cool hammock From a moldy coffee sack I like to hop on freight trains I think that is so cool It's so much funner doing this Than being stuck in school I can't believe you're wearing Those brand new shiny shoes I'm a better anarchist than you I don't have sex and there will be no sequel Because heterosexual relationships are inherently unequal I'll just keep on moshing to anti-flag and crass Until there are no differences in gender, race, or class All you brainwashed breeders, you just haven't got a clue I'm a better anarchist than you I don't believe in leaders, I think consensus is the key I don't believe in stupid notions like representative democracy Whether or not it works, I know it is the case That only direct action can save the human race So when I see you in your voting booth, then I know it's true I'm a better anarchist than you I am not a pacifist, I like throwing bricks And when the cops have caught me and I've taken a few licks I always feel lucky if I get a bloody nose Because I feel so militant and everybody knows By the time the riot is all through I'm a better anarchist than you I'm a better anarchist than you I need to change the strings to this bazooki, which will be in my next act after I sing another song for you guys. And I appreciate you guys listening. Oh, Alvaro, thank you so much. And um, if you're in Scandinavia, then I hope to see you next month. I'll be all over the place, all over Denmark, Sweden, Norway, davidrovics.com slash tour. You'll find all the details, and if anybody needs a ride between Copenhagen, Aarhus, or Copenhagen, and Jönköping, or a lot of other places I'll be driving, I got room in the car, and your gas money is is welcome, and please check it out and see where I'm going, and if I could give you a lift anywhere, just drop me a line, and if you are um, anywhere else in the world, then I don't know. What to say? I won't see you anytime soon, unless you're in Portland. Got a show coming up at the beginning of November with Mike Crenshaw and Opium Sabah. Sort of a very belated seat, uh, EP release party that's coming up in Portland. Well, that'll be on my website when we got all the info. And then January in Hawaii, if anybody's in Hawaii, well, I'll be there along with a bunch of other musicians working on an album project. Also, if you go to davidrovics.com, you can read about the project and Donate to the crowdfunder for that if you are so inclined. It would be wonderful because uh, this is not a very 
money-making business. Um, speaking of which, feel free to become a Patreon on patron on Patreon if you are so inclined to, and my landlord will, will appreciate it tremendously, even though my landlord is a corporation and has no idea what their tenants go through, presumably, since corporations don't have souls or brains. So, um... I don't know. Yeah, New York has the most evil landlords per capita, or at least the richest ones, whether they're um, necessarily, there's more of them. They're, they're very, very rich. Um, I'm thinking of uh, Donald Trump and his, uh, what was his chief of something or other? Uh, Kushner. Yeah, there's a couple of them. I wrote a song about Kushner, too. Oh, I could do a letter to my land, but I need to tune this thing and I'm going to sign off, do a acapella song and come back to you at the end of next month with an in-tune bazooki. And I'll see you in Scandinavia somewhere. When the world has gone crazy and it's all becoming clear when they're gunning down our comrades and it seems the end is near as they're loading up the launchers for the tear gas grenades we can take off our bandanas and kiss behind the barricades. When it's madness all around and you can see this at a glance, we will sing and we will cry, we will laugh and we will dance. As they shout their marching orders beneath the helicopter blades, we shall seize the moment for a kiss behind the barricades. They will try to break our spirit, and at times they may succeed. But our love for the world is stronger than their greed. When the building is surrounded and hope begins to fade, in my final hour, a kiss behind the barricades. As the movement grows, there will be hills and bends, but at the center of the struggle are your lovers and your friends. And the more we hold each other up, the less we can be swayed. Here's to love and solidarity and a kiss behind the barricades. Hope to see you all on the road or on the internet or both. Sometime soon. Keep on keeping on. There's always hope. The aliens might come save us. And let's keep the world in some kind of condition for them to save. Until then, take care. Bye for now.